everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is Season 5, Episode 19, the one where Ross cannot flirt. We didn't need... Me neither, an- Ross. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true. I was going to say, we don't really need... Um, we don't really need an episode to tell us this, but it is enjoyable slash cringy to watch it all play out. Uh, it's, it's, when I was watching this episode, I was like, you know, these are those staple episodes where like, it's not necessarily that a ton of stuff happens, like nothing significant to the storyline happens, but I love this episode and it, I feel like there's just a lot of like, classic friends you know like Mm -hmm. vibes to it it totally does yeah it's a good one and like okay so i watched it and then afterwards i was like wait does the entire episode take place in the apartment almost the only um i mean a few people leave but the only time the scene leaves the apartment is when rachel chases after the pizza girl okay that's what i thought so it's like all barring 30 seconds or however long that exchange is, is inside the apartment. Right. So it's like 99%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. Sounds good. We'll, we'll call it. We'll take it. Pretty, pretty we'll close. take it. We will take it. Um, okay. Do okay. we – let's first talk about – let's first talk about first things first. So um, in the – opening Chandler is like oh yeah Monica and I are celebrating our 10-month anniversary and I've got us fancy dinner reservations um and and then some stuff happens with like some flirting we'll get to that but it's Monica and Chandler's 10-month anniversary which is cute and oh my gosh has it already been 10 months which means it's almost their anniversary I cannot Oh, I love lane anniversary <laughs> um, for the aviation so, fanatics in the house. Um, so is that about right? So it's like ten months since the London episode. So like that's what they're counting as anniversary. I must be. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like ten months, but I guess it's because in Friends World that would have happened at the end of last season, and then they take a break. Mm-hmm. And then they re for yep. what summer? Do they take a break over summer? Yeah. And then restart filming in the fall? Yeah. So this is episode what, nineteen? Um of this season. Yeah. And I think there's only twenty four, maybe twenty five. So that makes sense in the in the uh you know, four fifths of the time or or let's see, there's probably a better fraction. Well, I kinda know what you're saying. Five, you're saying like if this five is- sixths of the time. If this is, if like if this is episode nineteen of this season, and it happened yeah. in episode twenty four, it's like almost episode twenty four of this season, right? But then in it, real life, yeah, it's yeah. like eighty percent. It's like eighty percent of the year is done. Whatever a year looks yeah. like in a sitcom, right? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so then Monica and Chandler are all excited to go to this restaurant. Um, now he says to her. And stop me if I'm cutting, like, skipping over any good stuff you want to talk about. Okay. Okay. But 
Chandler says to Monica, like, oh, why don't you wear those earrings I got you tonight on our date? And she's like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's such a good idea. Let's do that. And so then she's like, Phoebe, you need to go give me one. Well, she goes, Phoebe, you have got to leave. <laughs> Why? I like it here. I like it um, here. The way that she says it is so cute. Um, but she's like, no, you have to go home and get those earrings I lent to you. Um, Chandler wants me to wear them to on our date. And she's like, oh, yeah, of course. Sweet. And so then Phoebe goes to Rachel and is like, Rachel, <laughs> you need to give me those earrings I lent you. Right. And and she's like, what right now? And she's like, yes, give you know, I need them right away. And um, and so she's like, okay, I've got them, but I've only got one. So it turns out Rachel lost one of the earrings. Mm-hmm. It, has there been other times? Because like it's like a theme throughout this episode of like, and yeah. we'll get to it about like Rachel losing stuff. But that's not necessarily a thing in the series. Is that about Rachel losing stuff? I don't think it is as much as it seems like Rachel just isn't the responsible one and Monica isn't going to stand for it. Um, yeah, I think you're I, right. I think that's been established. So I feel like this is an easy character trait to like give her. I do feel yeah. like later on there are things that she well Okay. So are you thinking of handbag marinara? No, I'm thinking of when Chandler um, gets locked in Joanna's office and they're negotiating and Rachel's like, you bu- you give me back my Walkman. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't borrow your Walkman. She's like, well, then I lost it. You buy me one. Um, so there's that. I feel like there is another occasion like that where it's like, oh, I guess she says it in the episode. She's like, I haven't found wearing these sunglasses in like a year. Um but yeah. yeah, it just kind of seems like they're just making her like irresponsible with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and that is so not Monica. Uh, so yeah. I'm not surprised that she's put the kibosh on Rachel borrowing stuff. <laughs> right. So that's what that's what happens, right? Is Phoebe's like, you ha- I need these earrings. I need them right now. And Rachel's like, why do you need, like, why are you making such a big deal about this? And she's like, because they're Monica's and she wants them. And she's like, no, I'm not allowed to borrow Monica's stuff. And so then, yeah, so she's like freaking out because she's like, oh, shoot, these are Monica's. I'm not allowed to borrow Monica's stuff. I love how she says it, how she sounds when she says it. I'm not allowed to borrow her stuff because I lose her stuff. Yeah, why? Because I lose her stuff. And so, um, yeah, so, so I wanted to know, like, what's your take on that? Do you lend stuff to your friends? Like, the, okay, so for anybody out there listening, which I think most people that – I don't want to, like – not everybody that listens to this podcast identifies as a woman, but I do think a lot of people do. And so I think this is, like, girls definitely know this problem. I can't speak yeah. for guys, but, like, of, like, your sister borrowing stuff, your friends oh borrowing gosh, yes. stuff. like. We all, I don't, I just don't think guys like wear each other's clothes as much, but like girls definitely do. And like, okay, so what's your stance on this? What's your, what's your stance on the whole like lending things and people? Yeah. Do you have a stance? So I feel like it's, it's less of a stance I have to have now that I have my own house because Matt doesn't borrow my clothes all that often. (laughs) Hmm, That's Um, interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Okay, so, like, we had a roommate in college. Like, I don't know if you remember 
when we lived in oh, the yeah. same. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember exactly um, who you're talking about. <laughs> so here's the thing is that this person was very generous and was like, what's in my closet is your closet. Like, take whatever you want. You don't have to ask me. Enjoy. She was like, this look great on you. You should wear it. Take those jeans. I don't care. Like, she, our, her her doors were perpetually – her doors were metaphorically and physically open for business. And her closet drawers were physically open because her, she were, had more clothes than I've ever seen in my life. Yes. <laughs> so she had a lot of clothes, but she was very happy and, like, excited so to lend really them out. She was really generous. Yeah. Yes. However, I had less clothes, and so she would definitely take things – and not tell me and it'd be like so we all had this I don't remind me uh why we all had this same pair of khaki pants from Hollister but we all did <laughs> I think it's because it was 2005 six, six yeah or, yeah and that was just like it was the thing where else were you gonna get khaki pants if not from <laughs> Hollister and you needed khaki pants to go with your white polo yes and, and white your belt. rainbow belt um yeah yeah so we all if had you these need same a reason pants and like we all wore like I would say we all wore like within one size of each other like we all didn't wear the same yeah. exact size but like there were a lot of things we could borrow from each other yeah yeah um, but I remember, like, having a pair of those pants, and she borrowed them. And I was like, girl, I have, like, three pairs of pants. I just need to know where they are since you wore them, but you're done wearing them. Like, where are they? And it took so long to get them back from her. And there were just things that I, like, I feel like we hid stuff so she wouldn't borrow it. Like, so, certain things. Yeah. I kind of feel like my – my um, lending stance is actually shaped by the same person you're talking about. <laughs> I think the tricky thing with that was that she was very, what's mine is yours. Yeah. But like that doesn't necessarily mean that we had to be like, okay, well, what's mine is yours too. But she just sort of treated it like that. Yeah. Well, and also we were in this situation, like kind of like this Monica Rachel thing or this Phoebe thing, we were just more responsible with the things we borrowed. Like I – if I borrow something from somebody, I'm probably going to treat it better than I treat my own things, you know? Yes. And, like, and she was just very sure. laissez-faire about everything. Yeah. And I don't think that she was treating our things badly, but she wasn't like, okay, I need to wash it and return it and make sure it's in a timely manner. Whereas I would be like, okay, well, I yeah. borrowed it, but I'm doing laundry tomorrow, so I'll wash it and give it back to you. So there was just, like, a lack of – we just were not on the same page. But it, it is hard when you're like, okay, well – I don't want to be stingy. Like, I want you to borrow my stuff, but I need you to meet me in the middle somewhere. But yeah. 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 I I definitely think there were people that I would lend stuff to and yes. people that I wouldn't or would make yes. up excuses for why I yes. couldn't. Yes. Because you're just like, sorry, but I just don't trust you to like return my thing. Yeah. Um, I so after that, I like then tried to adopt after her and like how and I'm sure there was like more than just that one t-shirt or whatever. It was just kind of like a thing that year, it was like a theme that year. Mm -hmm. But I tried to adopt the stance of like, okay, I don't want to have anything in my closet that if like that I have to say no to somebody borrowing yeah. or if they do and something happens to it, I'm more upset about that than I am about like maintaining our friendship. So I was yeah. just like, I'm just not going to have nice stuff. Like that was kind of like <laughs> – That'll fix the position everything. I took. 
Yes. Okay. That's I was so like, funny. I just won't have nice stuff. This is, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, I, I don't want to be materialistic. I don't have nice stuff, whatever. And then I think I like got out of college and I was like, no, I can have nice stuff. I just won't lend it to people. And I'll just be like, and so, yeah. And so then it becomes less and less of a problem the older you get. Yeah. It does. Well, and, like, nowadays, like, the things that we lend to people are, like, like our friend is borrowing um, an inflatable mattress tonight. Um, But my stance on that kind of stuff now, because that's the kind of stuff we end up lending out at this point. But my stance now is that it is a not a gift to them, but, like, if something happens, like, that's just part of life. That's and it could have broken. Yes, yes. It could have broken when I was using it, but it happened to break in their care. Like, I don't lend things to people I don't trust. So if I trust them, I just have to trust that they're doing the best they can with what it is. And if they return it in less than good condition because they are being careless, well, that's just information for the future when they ask to borrow again. Like, that guy who yes, borrowed my car that twice is exactly and left how- the windows down. Why did I – why did I loan it to him again? Nobody will ever, ever know. Yeah, I was very happy that I could. I was also bad at saying no. But, you know, you got to learn how to say no and stuff. People used to ask to borrow my car. And I would say that, like, oh, I'm sorry. My parents bought me this car and they don't le- they don't allow me to lend it out. And so that was like a nice. We've had a few people ask to rent out our little RV we fixed up. And we've just kind of put a flat, like, we're not nobody's going to drive it but me and Matt because it's old and if something happened it might not necessarily be their fault but it's not worth that's good the process of like being pissed off at somebody it would be such an expensive yes yeah yes that's that I'm I'm the same with you now where like at this point I'm just like okay if I choose to lend something to somebody I need to expect to never see it again just like, yeah. not because it's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to lend anything to anybody. It's just like, I need to make my peace with it ahead of time because it's not worth like, I don't want to be mad at somebody over, right. you know, something breaking or maybe they were being irresponsible. But do you know what? Like, did I have a talk with them before I lent it to them about like, now, now you need to like, okay, I just either need to say no or I need to say yes. But like, here's my expectations for how you treat this. Or I just say yes and just like it is what it is and I can't be mad about how it comes back. That's sort of my – like I've lent out books that you never get back and I'm just like, oh, look, I won't lend something out that I'm going to be like really precious about. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, with books, I'm like, just keep it. Give it to somebody else. I don't even – Yeah. I don't consider books loans anymore. I'm like, I'm giving this to you. Yeah. You give it to the next person. I'm not going to read it again. I'm not. I'm really not. And if I need it again, I'll yeah. just get it again. So I understand Monica kind of – like, and so like in that sense where it's like you just don't loan to people that you don't mm-hmm. trust, I can understand Monica not wanting to lend things to Rachel because Monica is obsessive about how she takes care of her stuff. And and like obviously I'm, on, on, I'm surprised she even lent something to Phoebe because, you know, like nobody is quite Monica standards. But right. I think it's one of those things too with the people that are closest to you. Like, she lives with Rachel, and so every single little sloppy thing that Rachel does... Yes, you, it, it amplifies. ...is on display for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Yep. And so I can see why she'd be like, you know what, no, you you don't treat things with enough respect. Yep. And, like, that's Monica's prerogative to be able to say that. Um, but, 
Actually, I don't know why Phoebe would have lent something out when it wasn't hers to lend. That I have before. That I actually have more of a qualm with than um, Monica's boundaries. (laughs) That's actually a bigger like. That's a bigger question to me because that gets real messy. Yeah, I never thought about that. I, I didn't realize in the, when she's like, and it happens twice because with the glasses that yeah. you brought up. Yep. Huh. Why is Phoebe loaning out Monica's stuff? Yeah. Well, no, Phoebe guess, said those I mean, are her Phoebe, glasses. Phoebe goes, those are my glasses. No. Yeah. They. But then but then Monica goes, when, when Rachel's like, what else have I done this with? And she's like, my sunglasses that you never oh. gave back. And so it's like Monica keeps lending stuff to Phoebe and then, um, yeah, that one's a little, yeah. anyway, yeah. Um, I do see though that Phoebe is probably a little bit like, yeah, sure, here, borrow it, who cares? And, you know, and just would, it wouldn't cross her mind more so than she realizes she's lending somebody's stuff out. But yeah, so, so Phoebe, okay, so Mo- Rachel is like searching the whole apartment high and low trying to find these earrings now that she knows that they're Monica's. And I love when she's like behind the couch and Monica's is like, Rach, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I can't watch. It's too scary. <laughs> and she's like, it's a diaper commercial. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, you know me. Baby's responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to say, it has been a long time since I've seen a baseball tee. Yeah, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. It's been a minute. I think I was like, oh, I wonder if those will come back. No, we'll just leave them. I'm not going to try to do. do that. We'll leave those. Yeah, if they do, Gen Z can have it. I don't care. We we wore a fair share of baseball tees. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For some reason, it was like a popular style. And so when we were in high school, and so I remember like a cheerleading shirt yeah, was a baseball yeah. tee style. Our like student government, yep. like student body council t-shirts were... Um, baseball tees. We were cool. Did we play baseball? No, no, No. still can't. Well, you know what else was popular during this time is rugby shirts. Which did we even know what rugby was? No, we Uh, did not. Only as a style of shirt from only as a style of shirt. One hundred (laughs) percent. Yes, exactly. We were getting our khaki pants. They were very stretchy. I do remember I can that. Still, I can picture. I can still picture those Hollister khaki. Well, pants. it's easy to picture them. We were wearing them in like every photo from sophomore year. <laughs> oh, oh the early two thousands. What a time to you be guys alive. There, you really should have been there. It was, it was great. really great. Um. Okay, so I regret nothing. As <laughs> except loaning your stuff to our flat. Yeah, except no, that. Um, Oh, no jokes. Couldn't care less at this stage. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't even know. Other than the khaki pants, I don't even remember what I owned then. I was going to say, is there anything that you can remember that, like, you still regret that, like, somebody borrowed or ruined or didn't return or something? Um, I, I think there has been something in the past, but I can't think of it now, so clearly it's fine. So that's good. So but, you're, yeah, like, no, you're over it. Yeah, I'm over it. Like, we had friends borrow our tent, and it got, like, a hole in it or something. But guess what? We have an RV and another tent, so we were like, don't worry about it. Like, Stop rubbing it in, We Renee. don't. I know. Oh, we're just, so we're just swimming and camping gear over here. Um, <laughs> but I, like, begged them not to replace it. Like, 
begged them. Like, if you're going to buy another tent, you should just keep it for yourself. For yourself. Because you already had... That was your spare tent. It was a spare. But they still gave us one. So we just... Just swimming in tents over here. Um, I actually do remember... I can't think of anything personally that somebody ruined that I was, like, real upset about. Was it me? Um, um, <laughs> you'll find out. Some things are meant for deathbeds. <laughs> no. Um, no, I can't think of anything. I just remember that that same roommate... I think it was actually she lent out pearl earrings to one of our oh. other roommates. And those went like the one one of those like like accidentally fell down the drain or something. Oh, so she no. had something like Yeah, but do you know what? I actually don't were do you think they were actual pearl? I mean, I had real pearl earrings and one of them fell out in a dressing room, but that's my own fault. Did you have real pearl earrings in college? Yeah. I guess People's grandparents. It was my so my dad. There was a strand of pearls from that when my grandma died, and my dad had it made into two bracelets and two sets of earrings for me and my sister, which I thought was a great idea. Um, That is a great idea. But yeah, one of the one of the backs was like a little bit loose, and I was trying on clothes in a dressing room, probably in Hollister, probably these jeans, Um, (laughs) (laughs) just to set the scene for everybody. Um, it sounds like a club. Very it smells like the beach. It's really confusing. In Hollister. Terrible lighting. The lighting is really soft from the top, and so it shows every flaw and makes you hate yourself and wonder why you're even trying on clothes. 100%. It's not a good marketing tactic. I was probably crying and, like, flinging stuff around, and so uh, <laughs> one of my earrings fell out, but I didn't realize until I was, like, already home. And so I assumed that's where I lost it just because I was trying on clothes. It makes sense, you know, pulling stuff over your yeah. head. Yeah. I feel like I bring this up every time we record this podcast. So, Do you still have the bracelet? I do. I could, probably could just make them into so pearl you, earrings. That's what I was going to say because you don't wear bracelets. Yeah, but I also don't wear pearl earrings. So would, wouldn't, would you wear pearl earrings more often than you'd wear bracelets? Mm. I feel like, okay, we can talk about this offline, <laughs> but I feel like you could get them to like almost like a more of like a dangly like three pearls like in a setting that's like dangly so they're like for a really nice occasion for when you do dress up yeah which is that could be really cute and like a matching necklace or something because i like because you have the pearls still and that could be good then you could use them to make other pearl jewelry out of ashley do you think that my neck is smaller than my wrist no, I didn't mean like a strand of – I mean like a like a dangly with like Oh, a, like as accents. Like a similar kind of dangly with like – yeah, like a three pearls on a on like a yeah. long bar and like the same for the ears or something okay. cute like that. We'll work on it. Do you ever wear backless dresses? Because I'm picturing like one of them like on the back and then like a little pearl. Oh, that's fun. I do pretty, sometimes. Huh? That's a good – pretty, huh? Um, yeah, why don't you send me your <laughs> sketches later? <laughs> okay, I'll sketch something up and I'll send it over to you and Ralph and we'll see if you guys okay. like it. Sounds good. I can picture it. They sound beautiful. I can picture anyway, it. Um, wait. <laughs> oh, geez. If anyone else has any any heirlooms out there that you need to repurpose, just, just send contact them on Ashley. I am. I've got the sketches. Great price. You make you good price. Okay. <laughs> so so um, Rachel's searching high low, can't find it, and so then Phoebe's like, well. I guess I'm just so I guess Phoebe does kind of understand that this is her fault for lending out something that wasn't hers because then yeah. she's like, well, I guess I'm just gonna have to like fess up. So she's like, Monica, I'm really sorry, 
I can't, I, I lost one of your earrings. I'm so sorry. And I think she does as well. You know, Phoebe's really good at this. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we've called this out so many times where like, she's so good at like smoothing things over and mediating and communicating, you know, like it's when, cause she's like, she doesn't just say like, oh, I'm sorry. I lost it. She's like, I'm really sorry. I've looked everywhere. I can't find it. I'll replace it. And so it's like, okay, cool. You know, like. Obviously, that's not a, that's not what I want, but like, you've done everything you can to fix it. Yeah. You don't know, and so you've said that like you'll replace them. So like, great. Yeah, I don't know. I think she handles it super well. Mm-hmm. And so then Monica's like, "Well, what are you gonna do? Like, you can't find it. You can't find it." And then she's like, "Oh, honey, like, come here. Look at you, you poor thing. And you like, you look like you feel so bad." And she's like, "I really do. I'm so sorry." And she's just, like, really authentic and genuine Mm -hmm. and is like, here's how I can fix it for you. And so Monica is forgiving. Well, Rachel sees this. (laughs) Rachel wants a little taste of that. Rachel's like, no, hold on. I can't do this. Honey, it was me. I lost them. I'm sorry. I feel so bad, too. And then... Wants a hug. And, yeah, goes for the (laughs) hug. And then Monica's like, this is exactly why I don't like... And so I do think that, like, part of it is probably the history of, like, what they have. But, like, also... Rachel didn't say, I'm so sorry. I've looked everywhere. I'll replace them. She was just like, I'm sorry. I feel bad. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. And so I'm like, well, maybe that's also why Monica's like, no, you don't apologize. Or, you know, like you say that you're sorry, but did you actually look that hard? And are you going to replace them? Yeah. She just wants the easy forgiveness that Phoebe got. Well, and, and when Phoebe's like, I guess I'll have to take the fall. And Rachel's like, oh, that would be great. I know. Like she, yeah, she definitely just wants out of it. It's not good. I do kind of understand, though, that she knows that, like, Monica's going to freak out on her. And so she's like, "Yeah, I really, you know, and she didn't realize she was borrowing Monica's stuff. So it does kind of it's suck. It's true. But, um, I mean, the truth is, is that Phoebe was the one responsible for it as far as Monica's concerned. So I do think that regardless of what Phoebe did with it, it wasn't really under her jurisdiction to loan out that's so, right and so if she loaned yeah. it out to somebody and it got lost they like yeah. the buck stops with her yes um so anyway that's funny great monica <laughs> like puts on some other earrings and chandler doesn't even notice they're right. not the same right. so moral of the story is men don't get it um but before we move on i wanted to just call out monica's dress mm-hmm. do you remember what it looks like not really it is red and it's like that sh- – it's spaghetti strap, and it's kind of that shape where, like, it's fitted. I think it's, like, called, like, a skater. Is it skater style where it's, like, kind of fitted, and then, like, the skirt is, like, a little bit, f- like, um, not flowy, but, like, if you were to, like – if you were to, like, shake your hips, like, do the twist, mm-hmm. it, the skirt would kind of, like, flounce around a little bit. Oh, like a flapper? And it's – no, because it's it's no, it's like more like a line, but not oh. um, sturdy. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like oh, it's yeah. like because um, yeah, and so um, okay, here's how y'all remember it. So it's red, yeah, and it has like a little dark red streak, and it reminds me of the dress that Jody wears in Center Stage <gasps> at the end. Oh my gosh, yes. When she, so you you remember that dress, yes. right? Yes. Iconic. Okay. Anyway, I loved that dress that Jody. What's Jody's last Jody name? Jody Sawyer. Stage. Oh my gosh, of course. Excuse me. I just keep thinking Cooper Nielsen. But Cooper. yeah, okay. Jody Sawyer's I dress. Know. 
<laughs> I'm sure we have plugged this movie before, but just in case it's been a while or you haven't heard us do that, stop with, stop listening to yeah. this. Screw this Go podcast. Watch Center Go Stage. watch Center Stage. Yeah, it's way us. better. It's way better. Um, go watch Center Stage. We love it. It's so good. It's, it's a, the best. It's, you know, the iconic, the very relatable teen movie about ballerinas in New York City in the late 90s, early 2000s. Eh, early 2000s. Um, 2000. Anyway, at the very last. Oh, just. Yeah. <laughs> the earliest 2000. The earliest 2000 <laughs> available to us. <laughs> um. So there's like this the main character her name is Jody Sawyer and at the end they're finding out whether or not they got a spot in the company, the ballet company, and she has this very like powerful moment. Um and it's great because she's kind of like not the powerful character throughout the whole movie, but she's wearing this gorgeous like periwinkle blue dress that has a little bit of like flounce to the bottom. And it's it's like periwinkle blue, but then there's like a strip of darker blue up the like like from the knee kind of up to the hip. Mm-hmm. It's basically the same as Monica's okay. dress in this one. And I think we should bring that style back. I love it. I think that would look great on you. Thank you. I was actually going to say I don't know that it would because I think that that is a flat stomach girl's dress because it's quite fitted until it gets down to the like flouncy skirt part. The and skirt. though I am in intermediate Pilates <laughs> – this, your girl ain't got abs. Ashley gets Ashley makes money every time she plugs intermediate Pilates. Um, I would like to shout out my friend Rebecca, who I know listens to this, because the other night we went out for drinks, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I can't stay out late. I've got an exercise class in the morning." And she's like, "Oh, you got to be fresh for intermediate Pilates." And I was like, <laughs> yes. and I was like, she listens to this podcast and is <laughs> trolling me. So um, she was really, it was really funny. I was like, touche. Um, I would like to like shout out Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Yes. I would, like to, <laughs> I would like to shout out Rebecca. That's amazing. I love it. It's quite funny. Um, it's funny. Anyway, I think you'd look great in that dress. Uh, no, but I probably will watch Center <laughs> Stage tonight. <laughs> With like a pearl. With like a like a droopy pearl um, earring, I don't know, just off the cuff, just off the cuff. Ooh, a cuff. Anyway, <laughs> but Monica looks great in red. We all know that. Yeah, she really does. She really does. Do you do you do red? Because you have similar coloring. To, no, you're much more tan than she is. I am more tan, but you know what's really funny is that when I do, I have a few things in my life that are orangey red, and I always get a ton of compliments. I actually like. Yeah. Have thought of that before that I should wear more red. It's just I'm just so yeah. much more of a like black, white, gray, dark green. Those are my colors. Oh, and can't forget light pink. So you had a um mustard yellow phase for a oh little while. Oh my gosh, yeah, which I can't wear now because But we all did, didn't we? Yeah. Cuz you did it too much. Yeah. Yeah. I did wear a lot of mustard yellow. Um I've been just dying over like a pink and red combo lately, mm-hmm. like a pink and red color block, but I can't do red close to my face because I'm quite red. And so I've been thinking like some nice like wide leg red pants Ooh. and like a, like a pink top would just be mm. chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. I do have wide leg. They're more orange than red. They're orangey red. They're linen. I have wide leg High high waisted like pink pants, but I I don't want to put red up top. Oh right, yeah. 
conundrum. Well, anyway. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Go borrow some from Ben. It's okay. <laughs> oh, he doesn't wear your same size. Oh, weird. From a, from a firefighter. Weird. From a um, firefighter. Okay. Look at I got these really cute maternity pants. <laughs> You've got a list of babies' names um, in the pocket. They've got wide leg red pants, right? <laughs> um. Okay. Let's move on to Joey, our big fat Joey My star. My big fat Joey star. <laughs> no knee. Oh gosh. Sometimes this makes me, I know this is set on, like, filmed on a lot in, like, Studio City, California or whatever, mm-hmm. like the Universal lots or whatever, but it makes me want to live in New York when I'm just like, actually, Melbourne, Australia is <laughs> quite an international city. Um, they have a ton of Italian and Greek people that mm. live there, and, like, I mean, some that are, like, have been there since the war type yeah. thing, but also, like like more like you know second gen as well but it's just it's really cool because new zealand like has diversity but not like a wide spectrum of diversity or like um there's not like a big greek or italian population but in melbourne specifically there is there's like whole greek markets and italian markets and all this Mm -hmm. stuff and like nom nom it's just we work with a bunch of people um from the melbourne office on the project i'm on and they all have these greek last names and i just love it and i'm like oh my gosh i like i miss i miss this and um and like don't even get me started on the delicious food Mm, but so um, good i love greek food so much it's so good and like authentic fresh Greek food, dang it, it's good. Do you remember grow in our city growing up? They used to have a Greek festival. I do. I've been. And it would. I think I went once with a friend, but I definitely did not appreciate. I didn't mm. appreciate it when I had it. I love Greek food so much. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. Are, are you? Do you need to take a break to go I need grab a minute. some yeah. halloumi? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> halloumi! I love halloumi so much. <laughs> Even though it's okay, well, it's sorry. Christian, it's not Greek, but I digress. Okay. <laughs> My apologies. Tell the Pope I'm sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> He's Italian, right? Anyway. He is Italian. Um yes, and so is Noni. So I just I just love that there's this like there's the image of like this little old Italian woman who can't speak English but like yes. lives in New York City and is like thriving. So I just am like, that's great. Good on Noni. So my big um, fat so Joey she, star. <laughs> so she oh yeah, and he goes, I was like twelve pounds. No, I was like twenty seven pounds when I was born. <laughs> Can I tell you, I was talking to a girl yesterday. She's got two kids. Her second child was twelve pounds. That's huge. At- birth i was like yeah i was like i've literally never met anybody who has who had or no like i've never heard i've heard of big babies i have never heard of a 12 pound I mean, baby 10 pounds like, is a really big baby 10 i think i was eight and i feel like i was on the bigger side that's most very average like in the sevens well, like seven to eight is very average yeah. i feel like six is a little bit small and nine is where it starts to get a little bit big but 12. She said when he Whoa. came out, he looked like a three-month-old. I was like, that is bananas <laughs> to me. I cannot imagine. And she was just like, oh, it was crazy. Oh, my gosh. Um, but so, yeah, so big old fat Joey baby. And so apparently Noni is his biggest star. I'm sorry, his biggest fan. Yes. 
And um, she doesn't speak a word of English, though. And so I love when, like, they're all trying to talk to her. And Chandler is like, you must be very proud. And he's like, no, Chandler, she doesn't speak any English. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of Joey's other grandma. (laughs) I've done it again. (laughs) I've done it again. Like, I don't. Why is it when we when people don't speak English, we start shouting at them, (laughs) like raising our voice? Like, that's not what they need. I know. It's not a volume problem. So I've been doing something similar. Um, (laughs) Great. (laughs) No, it's not with people who speak other languages. It is with wearing a mask. (laughs) Oh. Because I'm aware it's – so you haven't had to deal with this as much, but it's like you can't hear people as well. And obviously you can't like see most of their face. You can't lip read. But actually I enunciate my lips a lot more. Because I think it's helping. <laughs> like I'm doing it subconsciously. I'm doing it subconsciously thinking I'm like being more articulate. But they, but I'm definitely moving my lips as if somebody can read them. Because I'm thinking my brain, my brain is saying to itself, you're hard to hear. So like speak clearly and use your lips with distinction. But I'm realizing like right. the lip movement, I could be mumbling. I could be a ventriloquist and it wouldn't matter. Um, They can't. You know, me moving my lips doesn't move the needle, but I keep doing it. And no one knows it because I'm wearing a mask. You can't see what I'm doing, but it's just like hard to like tell your brain not to, you know, like it's trying to overcompensate. I, um, I think that was a meme that I saw that was like, once we're all out of this and not having to wear masks as much as anymore. And it was a person like walking around, like making funny faces and sticking their tongue out and like yawning without covering their mouth. It's real. And there's just like all, all the habits it's that, and, and you're right. Like I, we haven't had to wear, we had to wear, we haven't had to wear masks um, in a very long time. And I won't say when since, but um, it's it, in Auckland, they have had to more, but the rest of New Zealand has definitely been very, very lucky. And so, um, yeah. And so I was like, oh man, I didn't even think about like all these habits mm-hmm. that you formed and picked up that are just uh-huh. like, as soon as the mask comes off, it's going to be like, you do like, making, I'm like licking your uh-huh, lips and uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. I'm totally used to like making weird faces. Like, I don't know, not wearing makeup. Like I just, it doesn't matter. Nobody can see. I was going to say, do you think the lipstick industry has tanked or like, well, not lipstick industry, but like, do you think lipstick sales or I wonder if people are like just doing it for themselves, like buying nice yeah. lipsticks for the day when they can wear, it could you be. know, go without masks in public or just like to wear at home to make themselves feel alive. I've definitely <laughs> Tell worn us, you're lipstick out there. a few times, like just because I wanted to wear lipstick. Um, but the problem is, is it just gets on the inside of your mask. It's like a whole yeah. thing, you know, even the so like stuff that's have smudge to wear- proof. Oh, yeah. No, it's um, – we still have to wear masks on um, planes in New Zealand. So if we're flying around New Zealand, we have to. That's um, And I totally forgot about that the other day. I put on lipstick and then I got to the airport and I, like, you know, had to – and I was like, oh, shoot. There's going to be lipstick, like, all over my face when I take this thing off. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if you're out there – I mean, you are out there and unless you live in New Zealand – um, hey, Rebecca. Hey, I'm Rebecca. <laughs> um, you've had to wear masks. So tell us, like, have you, like, uh, yeah, are you wearing less lipstick? Are you buying less lipstick? I'm yeah. 
curious to know, and are you doing weird things with your face? <laughs> yeah. The answer is you're definitely doing weird things with your face, whether you realize it or not. So that's the answer, whether you know it or not. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So if, if you don't think you if you don't think you are, we're telling you you are. We're so telling you, you, you are. Yeah. Look into so that. you got to work on it. <laughs> But yeah, I love um, I love an Italian grandmother. Like I have, well, I had Italian grandmothers, so yeah, these are very close to my heart. Mine spoke English, so but um, but I still feel like what did you call them? Grandma and Grandma, just their last names. Oh. <laughs> so not Noni and no. I, I saw I saw this meme but... the other day. It was like, yeah, people are like when they're talking about their grandparents. They're like, have you met my my beep beep and my boop boop. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know them from my Nina and my seesaw. <laughs> and like, yeah. I, like not any of the normal ones, but one of them was my Nene, which is my nickname. But I've never yes. had anybody tell me that that's what they call their grandma. But that made me think: if I'm ever a grandma, I'm definitely gonna be Nene. You should be Nene. Even if I think like even when your sister's kids have kids and you're like a great yeah like a whatever yeah. you know like a grandma once removed yeah you should be their their grandma nene or there's their nene Just or whatever their nene, yeah. um I had an apu and an anyu which is Hungarian mm-hmm. because my my dad's grandparents and my dad's dad's parents were Hungarian mm-hmm. yeah and so they were apu and anyu and then on the other side it was my nana and granddad but those were all my great grandparents my regular grandparents were just grandma and grandpa oh yeah boring boring but um yeah okay so so noni um doesn't speak english but loves joey and so he's and like apparently loves tv he was on yeah, she knows all about Law and Order. Capricorn um, One, Sam Waterston. Capricorn One, <laughs> and apparently has to wear that little kerchief. That cute little the kerchief. Yeah, she borrowed that for me after we went to Disney uh, World together. Yeah, Renee had that exact same pink oh, kerchief. They've seen the pictures. Um, oh, that's right. <laughs> you posted them. What's so funny Those about exist that on is, the internet. Um, I think I had one too. I definitely didn't wear it as much as you did because I used to wear my hair in a high, a cool high pony. Um, so often, she says her hair is currently in a high pony. Um, but I think there was one of our Disney trips and we we're both wearing those kerchiefs. And like, I remember we like somehow our social studies teacher saw it. And our I should preface without making this a super long story that our social studies teacher in seventh grade was like the really cool teacher. Everybody hung out in his classroom like before school or after school or like a bunch of us used to eat lunch in his classroom because he was a poor guy he's probably like this is my one break from children like get yeah. out i need to grade papers and we're like yeah hi mr sawyer yeah <laughs> he loved but, it look, he was so cool and so looking back at it now um yeah i just remember like Oh, it was our website, Renee. That's where it was. We got him to come. um, We had this website that we have told you about before, and none of you have found it. If you find it, I mean, there is money in this for you. There is money on the table. www.reneeandashleyplease.homepage.com. We are still looking for it. Don't leave out the .homepage. That's important. Yeah. yeah. We had Comic Sans. (laughs) fonts otherwise you might see some adult entertainers yeah. name running <laughs> yeah there so you need yeah. the dot homepage.com but we part of our website was a guest book 
And our friends used to go in and sign it. And Mr. Sawyer signed it, something about the peasant woman from that photo. Oh, my gosh. And it was because of that picture of us both wearing the kerchiefs. Aw. He was so nice. He was nice. R.I.P. Mr. Sawyer. All right. Um, I mean, he was pretty old when we were in middle school, Renee. He's probably not with us anymore. Was he? Or was he just older than us? That's a good point. (laughs) He seemed old, but now I'm like, who didn't? We were 12. He was probably anyway. like 45. Um, <laughs> and we were like, he was okay, near so retirement. <laughs> this this has nothing to do with that. Um, ex- okay. With nothing to do with Mr. Sawyer, except for I talked to my mom the other day, and she was telling me about how our the guy who lived like across from them was moving, and I knew that. But she was telling me like, oh, somebody else bought it. But of course, my parents are very interested in who, who bought it because they have to be their neighbors you know so but yeah my mom my dad is saying oh yeah um I met the new neighbor it's this older woman um and her sister's gonna stay with her like sometimes or something like that she's really nice so later my mom meets her finds out she's like 50 but my parents are like 60 and 65 and my mom was like you said older woman she's younger than both of us (laughs) Oh. And my dad's like, and I know what he meant. He just meant it's not like 20-year-olds or teenagers or newlyweds or, you know, right. like like a woman of a certain age. But he, the way he said older, he made – and they live in Florida, so like everybody's old. He made yeah. it seem like she was like 80. But my mom's like, she's younger than yeah. us. And you called her an older woman? <laughs> oh, my god! Classic. Classic Bobby stuff. Yeah. I'm ready for that to start happening to us. Um, I think it's probably happening. Yeah, it probably is. Anyway, we don't have to deal with it. We don't have to. I don't want to end up crying in a corner on this podcast, so let's go. Yeah. (laughs) Sam Waterston. Um, Right. And so she's like, so Joey's like, you know, um, she is my biggest fan. And so they're watching Law & Order, waiting for his episode. And he's like, oh, here it is. My big scene's coming up. And then... They Big cut scene scenes and he's like, coming up. He doesn't too. <laughs> he's like, uh oh, oh no. And they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, they cut me out. And they're like, how do you know? And he's like, see that body bag? I'm in it. And so oh. they're all sitting there with like fake smiles. And he's like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't frown. Smile, smile. And he's like, the last. He's like, when I got cut from Days of Our Lives she like we nearly lost her she was so upset and he's like yep she she was became really old and frail and expensive because we had to get her a home nurse (laughs) they cut that part out yeah that that line was cut out i was waiting for it like yep, she became really old and expensive or something like that um Mm. and so so they're like okay well what are we gonna do and so i love when he when they're like He's like, oh, there's another commercial break. And they're like, this is the last commercial break, Joey. What are you going to do? And he's like, ooh, I got it. And Monica's like, no, you will not run out and leave her here. And he's like, yeah, okay. (laughs) And he's like, oh, no, wait, I got it. And then he just runs out the door. Yeah. I know. I love that. It's like, oh, Joey, just leaving everybody behind to clean up your messes. But But. he was busy coming up with a fantastic cover-up. Oh, yeah. Which was he filmed himself at the apartment across the street with a gun and was like, I want a million dollars or else I'm going to shoot this duck. Wah, 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 and, wah. Yeah, <laughs> I 
was really good. I've got to say, the quality of video footage here reminds me a lot of our middle school class assignment videos. Yes, but you know the Is difference. Any bells? What? We were not professional actors. Oh, that's a very good point. <laughs> As much as we aspired to be, we it's that's when we realized we, we were be. not. Yes, but like, okay, so Joey, yeah, I I think that he's not totally off base here because his grandma doesn't speak English. She doesn't know what's happening. Like, it doesn't, yeah. like, she he really can pull the wool over her eyes, but when Chandler's like, you couldn't even change your shirt. Like, are you serious? Um, yeah. Like, serious, I mean, he's just such a dummy. But I think... I mean, he didn't do a terrible job in such short amount of time. But I love that and when it was she, pretty quick. It was pretty quick. And when she he goes to put the VHS in, she's like, "Oh, is that the Pope outside?" <laughs> to get her to look away from the TV. Hi, Joey. So you don't want to talk about our middle school class assignment video? Oh, we totally can. Tapes? Have we not talked about this before? I guess not. I don't remember. If we did, it would be a really long time ago, but I don't know that we have. Okay. Okay, let's find so out. So I'll preface it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. I'll preface it by saying um, in middle school, and I don't know if they do this anymore, but like when you had group assignments, um, specifically one of our teachers, was it, was she our eighth grade language arts teacher? Or I think yeah, so. Yeah, she was. Because our seventh grade one was the one that was obsessed with Greek mythology and had us color and while she Chapo played records. Choose, um, suckers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was our eighth grade language arts teacher. It was lovely. And you and I were in different classes, weren't we? We must or were have been we in the, the same. same. I, I don't guess, know. Somehow basically... we convinced a lot of teachers to let us do group projects with people we weren't actually in the class with, a.k.a. each other. Um, That's true. We did it for PE. We did it for biology. We did it for a health class. Wait, we did it for PE? We did it. F- no, I was thinking health because the PE teacher was also one of the health teachers, oh, I what think. what did we do for health? But... Oh, Ashley, we had health together. Uh... Oh, I was thinking that you're – you, my, your biology teacher, was she also like a health or a PE teacher? I don't remember. Maybe she just looked like one. But yeah, so it was biology and language arts. Yeah. We, we weren't in the same classes, but we got, we can, we were like, when they were like, okay, buddy up, we were like, um, can I actually buddy up with Renee? She's in your fourth period, but um, we'll make it work. Don't worry. And we, I don't know, the confidence, they let us do it. And so, um, so our language arts teacher used to be like, all right, you've got this group project. You can either write an essay or do a what presentation. And the presentation can be like a live skit. I don't know why teachers love skits so much in class. Or it can be like videotaped. Yep. And like, like straight up filmed because that's what we were talking about back then. And, and so Renee and I always opted for the videotape one. Yep. We sure did. Written, produced, directed, acted in, <laughs> casted, edited, art direction, grip, coordinator, grip, gaffer, <laughs> key boy, best boy grip, <laughs> assistant to Mr. and Mrs. Renee and Ashley, um, all performed and executed by Renee and Ashley with some Ashley. some uh, special Cameos guest stars and my special sister. guest stars by your sister, <laughs> who we... <laughs> finagled into our shenanigans 
we'd make her like hold the videotape and then sometimes we'd make her actually like i just remember we did one about eleanor roosevelt Mm -hmm. yes this stands out i wish we still had these oh my god me too although i don't know and so we decided to film it in your house which i think this is where we filmed all of them well, I'm like, what else? Like, what other choices did we have? We were where 13. Else did we have? Your house? That's it. Was it. Like, <laughs> it was like the life of Eleanor Roosevelt. And I don't remember anything except for when she, like, this was so disrespectful, but like later in her mm. life, she went senile. And so we decided to put a lampshade on your sister's head and have yeah. her roll around like she was crazy. Yeah. It got the point across, though. Sorry, we remember Eleanor. that, don't we? That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, I think I remember us doing one for like a book report on Alice in Wonderland. Uh, and I don't remember any I others. I know we did one on um, whatever Greek mythology that Persephone oh. was in. And we made your neighbors be in it with it and I, w- with us. And I remember that mainly because the younger one read – the script I'm assuming we wrote and said Persephone, <laughs> which is fair because she was like in fifth grade or Ten. something. Yeah, that's right. We were somehow we were it like reads in Persephone. my shower, fully clothed. I think it was we were trying to make it seem like it was underwater. And I had one of those yes. like see through shower curtains that had yes. like kelp and fish. And so we were like, all right, stand behind that in the bathtub and read it. And she was like, something, something, Persephone. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, but unfortunately, we were only working with so many VHS tapes, so we had to just That's go right. With it. And you were like, we have 20 minutes. We can't, like, I can't re-record. We don't have any battery left. Like, we it, don't have any editing equipment. We got equipment. one take. <laughs> yeah, that's we right. One you take just wonders. used to have to rewind and yeah. you had to rewind and, like, tape over it if that's what you mm-hmm. wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. This is life before cell phones, people. I know. It was it the was best. amazing. You should have been there. It was the best. Um, okay. So... Anyway, so yeah, so Joey films himself with the duck, and and they all think it's ridiculous, but she, Noni buys it. Yes, she does. So and I don't know what then, that says about her, but. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's not thriving. I think she just um, sees so what she wants to see. At the end, it cuts to Chandler singing into the video camera, ground control to Major Tom. <laughs> okay, so... That has all happened. Now, <clears throat> if you'll remember at the very beginning, we were talking about how um, Chandler and Ross were talking about Chandler's anniversary, 10-month, so month anniversary or whatever, and um, Ross is there. Well, the pizza girl comes to the front oh, door. Oh, my gosh. And, and he's like, oh, somebody got – Chandler's like, oh, someone got a haircut. And she's like, oh, I hate it. I look like an 8-year-old boy. And he's like, if that were true, then my childhood would have been a lot more interesting or something like that, like referring to like if eight-year-old boys looked like you. And so he's like kind of being flirty, but he's not being gross. Yeah. He's not like – it's just banter, you know? Yeah. And um, I think it's like a combination like- of banter, flirtation, and a compliment, but I don't think it's heavy on any of those. Like you said, he's not being yeah. gross. So, like, sure, it's, He's not, it, it yeah. may be deemed flirtatious, but, like, 
with no intent. He's just being friendly, more friendly than anything else and complimentary. That's totally, that's it. Friendly and complimentary and kind of like lighthearted because he doesn't really know this woman very well. So it's yeah. just like yeah. one liner, one liner. Okay, see you later. Um, yeah. And it's like if she were to be like, oh, if you like that, you sh- you know what I mean? Like it's Chandler. He'd be like, Ugh. Yeah. you know, like he does. The, he just does the like bantery sarcasm and that type of stuff quite well. And so um, Ross loses his mind and is like. Right. Like out of nowhere. He's like, what was that all about? You were hitting on the hot delivery girl. And I like, why does he get so upset? Are you going to say because he's Ross? I mean, that's the first reason. But I don't honestly know why he got so upset. It's like he's tried to call dibs on this woman retroactively. And also, I don't think that Chandler was flirting with her. It's just that Ross wishes he was flirting with her. So I think he's just like projecting that. But he tries to make it, oh, because you're about to go out with my sister on our anniversary on your anniversary date and you're flirting with the delivery girl. I'm like that's not what happened, Ross. I think he's just jealous because Chandler was light and airy with her. And yeah. Ross is Ross. Yeah, I think you're right cuz like okay, I think you're right cuz I was thinking about this like I think when you um and when I say you I mean like me um are not good at that kind of thing and you can like see it for what it is or you know what I mean or you're just like you read those interactions differently as like more serious or more meaningful or just like not playful and meaningless Mm -hmm. um then you can get a little bit like high horse about them yep and so I think that's what's going on is he's just like how because you know to him that was like some flirting because if he you know he can't pull out that off that smoothly yeah and so I think that's why he reads it into being like this is like more serious and like how dare you like uh, yeah I I can kind of see like I'm just thinking about myself and like I know that there's been times when like people have flirted with people and I think I could get like indignant about it if I'm like you know that's not right instead of just being like oh whatever it's people flirt it doesn't mean anything because it was like ingrained into me that like if you flirt you're gonna come get pregnant yeah you might you don't know because you haven't tried it yet (laughs) couple steps in between flirting i I mean i hear but yeah um (laughs) yeah uh but yeah it is funny and i think a lot of it is because um the uh the um I think it's because Ross wants to flirt with her, you know? Like, it's more of that than anything else. So. Yeah. And he's just upset about it. Yeah. Well, do you know what I remember being the most upset about when I watched, when I used to watch this, was um, that two pizzas cost $27. Do you feel like that's so, a lot of money for two pizzas? I ordered two pizzas tonight. It was $24. Um, pizza yeah, and plane that's... tickets are two things I have felt – have been the same price for 20 years. We okay, because I was going to say like 20, $27 now, but like in 1999, that seems like a lot for two pizzas, but maybe I've always ordered like Domino's. <laughs> but I mean, that's what I got tonight. Um, But like, I oh. think <laughs> it, <laughs> I think 
it is one of those things that has pretty much been the same price forever. Um, because if you think about it, $27 for six people, seven with Noni to eat takeout really is cheap. If you're thinking of the per person Well, there's supposed breakdown. to be more pizza, I think. But yeah, you're right. Maybe. Per person, that's not a lot. Um, but yeah, so even like, I mean, even $24 per person, we get a couple meals out of these pizzas. So it's still like one of those. But I think it's like the price has just been set, like what that kind of stuff costs. I don't think. Hmm. I don't Interesting. Know. Not like a gallon of milk or a loaf of bread. Okay. I mean, I even think a loaf theory. of bread has been pretty much the same price my entire life. I bought a, yeah, a loaf of bread from – Well, you moved to a country that is an island. No, no. I said maybe your life. I'm just thinking like I don't think your parents would agree because I feel like like maybe from the 90s till now it hasn't changed. But I feel like stuff used right, to be that's what I'm cheaper saying. in the like 70s. It did. Yeah. It did. But I'm saying like I think those kind of things in the 80s and 90s, inflation and – all sorts of stuff went up and I feel like it's kind of like a lot of things have gotten more expensive like cars and houses um clothes maybe but Hmm. I feel like I mean I bought a loaf of bread for Publix for $1.99 the other day like a fresh loaf and I can't imagine it was any cheaper 20 years ago you know Hmm. I don't know but anyway I do feel like pizza is one of those things that's cost the same for a long time for the most part okay we will go with that. I just remember we will thinking leave it that there. was so expensive. Um, not present day. Present day, I'm like, yeah, okay. But I just remember thinking, and for yeah. I remember when I used to watch this, thinking that was expensive. But um, so, okay. So she fortuitously, Caitlin forgets the vegetarian pizza. Um, and I love how Phoebe's like, I know she's pretty and you love her, but is she stupid? <laughs> yeah. Um, just bit unfair to Caitlin but um and so he's like this is perfect I'll call her and she'll have to come back here with the vegetarian pizza and then I'll flirt with her yeah I don't know why plan it seems like a Geller thing where like if they're bad at something they decide that they're just gonna like try to do it in front of people to like I'll show you and it's like it's because Rachel was like you can't flirt oh yeah so Ross is like, what do you mean? I got you. And she's like, oh, yeah, 20 years later, here I am, you know, like. Yeah, that's right. So I, I understand why he feels like he has to prove himself because he's been directly challenged. Um, but I this is where Ross lacks extreme self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also like. I don't know. Like, you and I are very different. And you would say you are not good at flirting. I would say I am probably better at flirting. However, if challenged, I don't know that my most confident self would be able to prove it in a flirt off, you know? Like, (laughs) I think that the beauty of flirting is that the, the best flirting, in my opinion, is when you are breezy. If you pl- exactly. that's why pickup lines like like canned ones don't actually work because they are not casual and funny and light. And that's what Chandler was doing. Chandler took a current conversation and made it into a compliment. Situational. Was, yep. Yep. Um instead, when she shows up again, Ross 
leads with, I happen to love eight-year-old boys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he, instead of going off what is light and airy at the moment, which I guess he kind of tries later with, oh, we can't keep eating like this. He no, he had, that was pre-planned. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Yeah. See, here's the, I think that's the problem is like, if you're going to be flirty, you have to just kind of go with the flow in the moment. And that's what makes it kind of fun. But yeah, I mean, I, that's so I hear that's So Ashley's heard um, <laughs> before that that happens. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try okay. that. These okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to, um, Ben's going to be like, why is Ashley, why is Ashley like saying these weird things to me? And then why is she being giggling? weird? <laughs> um, um Yes, you're right. Okay, so Ross, like, can't let it go, comes over, and he, like, in front of everybody, he's like, Chandler was flirting with the hot delivery girl. And he's like, thanks for that. Yeah. And Monica's like, no, I don't I don't care. I don't care at all. Which it's, like, lucky because he could have got Chandler in a lot of trouble. Yeah. But um, she's like, no, it's fine. I do it, too. And Chandler's like, excuse me, what? And she's like, yeah, I mean, I flirt all the time. Who cares? And he's like, right. So the difference is you're a lot hotter than I am. And so when I flirt, it's just playful and cute. When mm-hmm. you flirt, guys are thinking, finally, somebody who wants to sleep with me. Right. Which is, as Monica says, sad and pathetic. And he's like, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, also um, true. I love when she's like, when he's like, when, when she's like, okay, he's like, men and women are different. And she's like, teach me something about men and women. And he's like, I've already taught you so much, but whatever. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> love that i'm like okay chandler um yeah so so you're right that's when um chandler's like okay hold on what do you mean you don't care about this like rachel did it bother you when ross flirted with other women she's like no it bothered me when he slept with other women (laughs) there is not i mean like the most perfect response in the world that was it right there that was the perfect time to bring that up, um, it was just so, like, I don't know. It's just perfect. I'm just so was grateful the writers saw that clap. opportunity. It was perfect. Yes. Yes. Ugh. And so then, and that is when you, you mentioned before when he's like, oh, you should have, you should be worried about my, I'm good at flirting. I got you. And she's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you're right. You flirted. And then, bam, nine years later, you had me. Because he yep. was flirting with her in high school. Um, so, yep. yes. So, so, he, so Caitlin answers the door, open, you know, whatever. He answers the door to Caitlin and he's like, I happen to like eight year old boys. And she's just like, what? And he's like, oh, no, that your hair, your hair. I'm just saying, I, I like oh. it. You real, the hair. <laughs> You realize I don't like eight year old boys. Oh, my boys. gosh. He just <laughs> keeps talking. And she's like, oh, it's so good. And and then, okay, so then he's like, no, no, we'll do, I need to do it again. I'm going to get another pizza. I don't know how. And so then he orders another pizza, and she comes back, and he answers the door. Oh, we can't keep eating like this. Oh, God. Another pr- uh, like canned – that's like a pickup line, right? Like you said, yeah. that's why it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so then – I hate how he's, like, holding the cash. Like, he, it's almost like 
it just it feels weird because he knows yes. she can't leave. He's got the cash visible, but he's like, I just I feel like every woman at their job knows this feeling where you have to deal with some annoying or gross yes. or whatever yes. customer trying to talk to you. And you're just like, I have to appease this. I have to like play along with this, but just like give me please pay and leave. <laughs> and he's yes. being that guy. Yes, and to make matters worse, um, when the we can't stop eating like this doesn't work for him, <laughs> he goes to shop talk, which I don't think is a bad move. No. Do you make well, pizzas in one of those burning ovens? That's not bad. Um, because it could it's, lead it's to something boring. else. It's boring, but I'm like, at least it's a normal question. That's true. And then it goes from normal to... Oh, dear Lord. He's talking about gas and if it smells. He's like, is it one of those wood-burning ovens? And she's like, no, it's gas. And he's like, oh, you know, they add the smell. And so that is, you know what? It is interesting. (laughs) So she's like, It is interesting, but like, like, it's not flirting. No, it's not. That's correct. (laughs) It is interesting. And also, hello, total stranger. Let me tell you about the yes. smells gas has. And yeah, and so he's like, gas doesn't smell. They add that in so you know when there's a leak. And she's like, okay. And then he's like, a lot of other gas smells methane. And I love like all of their faces in the back. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? This pizza's on me. You've ordered yeah. a lot. I'm just yeah. going to leave. And so she yep. gets the heck out of there. She is and like, I don't need tips. I need to go. Yeah, I'd rather pay $12 than have to stand here and listen to this conversation. So she leaves. Rachel follows her and is like, hey, Caitlin, um, you know, my friend Ross really likes you. And he was trying to flirt. And she was like, oh, my God, that was flirting. And she's like, yeah, I know. And she's like, but, you know, when you get past the part where you want to die, he's actually a really lovely guy. And, you know, we've got like 10 pizzas and seven people. You know, he, what do you think? She's and, like, I um, thought Joey was there. Yeah, yeah, which is funny. And then they, they cut out the part oh, yeah. where Rachel says like, um, he's actually a really great guy. And then Caitlin's like, you know, I did think he was pretty cute at first, but then he started talking. And she's like, yeah, I know that can happen, but he's so lovely. And Caitlin's like, well, if he's so great, why don't you date him? And Rachel's like, yeah, you know, one of these days you and I might need to have a longer conversation, <laughs> yeah. um, which is funny. But it was just really sweet that it Rachel was like, because she could see that like Ross was like getting really down on himself. And, yeah. and so she comes back in and she's like, Ross, I, I was throwing away the cardboard boxes and you must be getting better at this flirting thing because Caitlin yeah. gave me her number to give to you. And he's like suspicious at first. Yeah. But then all she it doesn't take much for yeah. her to be like, nah, see, you got her. You you must be getting good at this. But you were cute. Like, I, and he's like, eh. I can buy oh, yeah. that. That I can buy. Like, yeah, oh, so cute. <laughs> it is. And I Such love this cute. moment because it like Ross and Rachel ups and downs back and forth, whatever. Yeah. Petty, I think not. Petty, yeah. I think the truth is that this really could be. Not even okay. So like, she could take three directions with this. Like, she could be petty and try to make it harder for him to flirt, or like sabotage him. Right? 
she could be completely neutral and just like ignore him and ignore the situation and like stay out of it completely but she saw that ross really needed a win in this moment and rather than being like what does this mean how do i feel about ross dating someone else she sees it's less about that and more that like he just needs a shot in the arm you know and it's really nice yeah and she she wingmans for him in fact and like helps him yeah you know what i mean like it goes out of her way like yeah to like go like it's really sweet so you're totally right. And at the beginning, is he sweet. is talking about her. And he's like, well, I think she's cute, but... And looks at her and she's like, Ross, we broke up two years ago. <laughs> yeah. You've been married since then. Yeah. Like, I think it's, it's okay. Like she's fine. She's in a good space. It is. It's true. Um, there are so, two really yeah. great Phoebe moments that we have not talked about. Oh, my gosh. Let's do it now. I the, apologize. The first sorry, Lisa, one is, is that Phoebe speaks Italian to Joey's grandmother just out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. And she just responds to her, and everybody's like, you speak Italian? Phoebe's like, yeah, looks like it. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. And then the I other one is when um, Phoebe is like, oh, Ross is like, Sophie's, we got you this vegetarian <gasps> oh pizza. Oh, my gosh. How how's it, how's it working out for you? You and those vegetables really got it going on, huh? And she's like, why are you being weird? And he's like, do you like it? And she's like, no, that would be, why are you being cute? And he's like, oh, I'm trying to flirt. And she's like, oh, yeah, I did not get that. Fair enough, Phoebe. So, <laughs> Ross is like foot on the couch, like trying to be like playful. I was like, this is, I feel like would be my flirting energy. if I, It's oh very like gosh. Monica with the knife that's cold against my skin. Like, the least breezy of all time. Not is so awkward, and yeah, because no, she's like, I did not get that. Yeah, good. Phoebe no, moments. I did not get that. Yeah, great Phoebe moments, but. And then yeah. at the very end, when she can see Ross is super bummed, and she's like, "Hey, Ross, what else do they add smell to?" Oh, and I she's know. like, "So sweet, like, yeah, so cute." Do you think that's true? Do you think they add smell to gas? I'm pretty positive it's true. Well, maybe not, not all know. of it. But maybe like natural gas, like from that you use in your house. Yeah, so that you can smell if there's mm-hmm. a leak. That's interesting. Yeah. Imagine if they would have like added a color instead of a smell, <gasps> so you could like see it if there was a leak. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you wouldn't smell it like you wouldn't see it from the other room. Oh, that's a very good point. They probably had this discussion or like when, when they you're were workshopping gas. Gas. <laughs> gas. <laughs> all right. It's the gas workshop. <laughs> Hire us for all of your jewelry making and gas oh workshop ne- workshopping needs. Hire us for nothing. We're useless. Yeah, hire us for nothing. Um, I think we're probably going to stop while we're ahead is yeah, what I'm hearing then. I think that's great. Unless you want Ashley to name other things that smell. <laughs> if you want me to attempt to flirt. Oh, gosh. Um, we no, don't have. No, you yeah, do not. We'll need a whole other episode for that one. All right. Well, this has been so lovely. This has been episode 19, the one where Ross nor I can flirt. And the next one is episode 20, the one with the ride along, which we get Gary back. And this is Gare Bear. Very, very good. And there's some more Ross Rachel stuff, interestingly enough. Oh, interestingly, yes. (laughs) 
I love how much you've used that this episode. All right, you guys. Thanks for hanging in with us and strolling down baseball tea memory lane. We will talk to you next time. Uh, We'll see see you you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.